Welcome to Blockchain Recorded, the podcast for the tech curious, where we talk about anything and everything related to the exponentially evolving crypto, blockchain, and Web 3.0 space. Our mission is simple, to share knowledge, facilitate discourse, and help evolve education in blockchain fundamentals, decentralization solutions, and relevant use cases for today's digital economy. We at Blockchain Recorded are not registered investment advisors and do not deal with financial or trading token elements, nor offer any licensed financial services. The content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, while the opinions of all parties involved are their own. I'm your host, Nina Tserar, and now let's talk blockchain. Before I introduce our guest today, I'd like to remind our listeners to follow us on Twitter, where we pre-stream each episode on Twitter Spaces the day before publishing on all major podcast platforms. For the platform list, visit our website, blockchainrecorded.com. In addition, Blockchain Recorded Podcast is a proud media partner of the upcoming Istanbul Blockchain Week event. For further event information, speakers, and ticket details with available discounts, check istanbulblockchainweek.com. This episode is dedicated to the Web3 Stronger Together ecosystem initiative and its first virtual summit, which took place between March 1st and March 4th, 2023 in Evelyn's Metaverse, a virtual platform uniting several hundred Web3 leaders and thinkers, over 100 projects and speakers, and over 5,000 attendees from across the world. The purpose of Web3 Stronger Together, with which Blockchain Recorded is a proud media partner, is to demonstrate to the crypto community that the Web3 ecosystem is strong, solidary, active, and committed to furthering innovation, despite the status of the market and nature of price speculations. It emphasizes the importance of fairness, inclusivity, diversity, and sustainability to furthering healthy Web3 fundamentals. The summit included many panel discussions with assigned topics, which Blockchain Recorded is redistributing in audio form. The sixth panel discussion on March 2nd, and 15th panel overall, explores DAOs for social good. The speakers were Cedric Delport, film producer, director, and founder of WildMeta.Earth gaming platform, Lacey Hunter, co-founder and CEO at TechAid, Hans Koenig, DAO advisor and core member at PivX, and Ganesh R., co-founder and CEO at Firebond. The panel explores the trajectory of DAOs, their challenges, and how to leverage them for social good with the importance of understanding their value proposition and potential for innovation. The following is the panel's discussion hosted by Laurent Perello, the leader behind the Web3 Stronger Together ecosystem initiative. We do apologize for potential audio drops due to choppy internet connections. We edited the recording to the best of our ability. Everybody, I'm ready, excited to hear what our guest will uh, share about the, the topic DAOs for social good. It's something I'm really uh, following. Uh, I, I really do that uh, it's uh, one of the domain where the web-free DAOs can, innovation can bring a lot of value. I'm really curious to hear your, your thoughts, your point of view. Welcome Hans, welcome Cédric, welcome uh, Lasse. I will ask first quickly to introduce yourself. Let us know what you are doing, Web3, and I like also to hear why are you there. Let's start with uh, Hans. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for that uh, introduction, uh, Laurent. Hello, everyone. My name is Hans Koning. I'm from Amsterdam in the Netherlands. I've been involved in the blockchain since 2013, 14, 15, I guess. Um, and I always have a strong interest in what the root cause of blockchain is, and that's actually its governance structure is 
decentralized aspect. So I've always been involved in DAOs and in governance thereof. And my involvement has not been limited to, but uh, focusing on Digibyte, Bivix, uh, Metabrands, uh, Neptune Mutual, and a few other projects. And I personally prefer to focus on the governance aspect. And I see Web3, where a lot of things we've created, established, and developed in the past are coming together. Uh, trustlessness, open source, uh, decentralization, permissionlessness. And DAOs uh, definitely yeah. are a great uh, tool to bring the social good together. And I'm sure and look forward in touching up on that uh, further. So with that, I would like to uh, pass it on to the next uh, speaker. Lasse, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is an awesome event series and thank you to the team for all the work putting this together and, and bringing together some, some really awesome folks. I love the internet and technology because we can all see each other and we can learn from each other and we don't have to be in the same place. So I'm Lacey Hunter. I'm from Seattle, Washington, which is where I'm at right now. Um, I've only really been working in the Web3 space for the last year and a half. I was introduced to it actually in 2017 um, in a venture capital competition, um, of all things, where an entrepreneur had built a basically continuum of care uh, medical records company where the patient had self-sovereign identity and that could kind of follow them from the hospital to the urgent care to outpatient and whatever it was. And I'm a former banker. And so I saw this and thought, this is amazing. The amount of efficiency, the amount of transparency, the amount of redundant effort that's going to just suddenly go away, like this is phenomenal. And so the venture that I'm leading right now is sort of fast forward from 2017 till, I mean, early 2022, I spent um, my time working at Amazon, doing a lot of different things, finance, product management, uh, supporting Amazon Fresh. And I happened to be in Davos last year and attended a panel where I learned uh, really about the challenges in the humanitarian aid space, uh, not only for providence of goods and understanding where things were coming from, <laughs> but making sure that people actually received what they needed where they were. So there, I, I learned there's not a demand signal. There's not a lot of great record keeping, like all of these things that are solvable via supply chain and are especially like a great use case for, for blockchain, for all the things donors want to see, where is my money going? NGOs and folks that are trying to help the people that need help want to know where they are, what they need, but they want to do it in a secure way. So they're not exposing them potentially to bad actors. So with that said, you know, the, the venture is called, called TechAid, but we're basically an infrastructure play. I say we're Web 2.5 right now because what we've learned through some market research is that, uh, you know, with the original vision of, of TechAid was that it would be a DAO, but talking to customers, doing market research, kind of being out in the field, saw, so, wow. There's a there's a gap in sort of yeah, we, we we will dive in all all of this uh, challenge with a concrete uh, uh, experience and uh, yeah. uh, I'm really excited to hear this. Cedric, welcome. Cedric is uh, in uh, holidays, but uh, with us, it's the magic of uh, committed people. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in Egypt, but uh, normally I'm in based in Paris. And so uh, happy to, to be there too. Uh, congratulations for the invitation for all the team of the greatest lower middle MC of Rockport. And so here I'm, uh, I'm coming because I'm mentioning a metaverse on a metaverse that will be based on a blockchain game uh, to promote our wildlife and more nature conservation all through specific uh specific tools is VL and the idea is really to put people directly into VL with project for everyone and whatever uh, impact because I pump pump here because I really think that uh, blockchain can uh, revolutionize a big big game changer in the in impact and charity in charity business in Japan. 
Thank you. I will start our discussion. We talk about DAOs for social good, our uh, leveraging a decentralized uh, autonomous organization to tackle uh, global change. But before going through uh, Lassi experience, uh, Cedric uh, uh, vision, uh, Hans, you have a pragmatic experience since a moment a strong background, you have been really active, contributing uh, strongly, constantly through uh, bear market. Can you tell us what's your current uh, analysis regarding the evolution of DAOs since the beginning to today and what we have faced, well, or maybe what we are still facing to really see DAOs being able to deliver massively uh, acting in for social good? What is the, the, the current situation? Well, I, I honestly feel that at, at the moment we're a bit on, on a juncture, uh, if you like, and on, on crossroads, perhaps a better word for it. And I do see that DAOs are becoming more mainstream, more socially accepted, more community accepted, more ingrained in, in blockchain. I also see DAOs being a, a little misused. And so it, it's, 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 to me, it's a bit on, 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 on crossroads. Are we going to take DAOs seriously and are, are we going to treat the DAO seriously and use it uh, for the benefits and the good it can bring to the whole ecosystem? Or it, are we going to um, let uh, other people sort of run away with it? And, and, and I have a bit of a deja vu at times when it comes to the 2017 ICO craze. Uh, the beginning was absolutely fantastic. Great projects uh, came to light and then all of a sudden a lot of people launched an ICO not necessarily having the right fundamentals in place before starting a company. And what you sometimes see now is that some, some projects just for adding a layer of security or for the social good field factor, add a DAO uh, a structure in it, while it actually isn't necessarily a DAO. And that, that I find a bit of a, a worrisome uh, phenomenon at the moment to see. So if you ask me where, where are we with DAOs, I would say we're at the crossroads. And I see a lot of positive signs for developing the DAO uh, and, and developing good use cases of DAO uh, regarding voting or regarding accountability and so forth and so on. Uh, so that's that's really good. The, the indications are really good, but we also need to be very much aware of that. We are all the DAO. We are all the community. So we also need to be alert on phenomenons. We actually think they shouldn't be necessarily be part of the ecosystem. And we also need to have the, the guts in that way to stand up and speak out if we see something that we feel this isn't necessarily DAO or is this really thought through properly and adequately. So again, I would say, uh, where are we? We're at the crossroads. Thank you, Hans. It's it's uh, it's uh, really interesting. Uh, Lasse, you told us, started to explain, but initially you, you, you were thinking about implementing a DAO and finally, after some feedback facing the reality, you, you decided, at least for, for now, to follow a different uh, way. Uh, could you explain why? Is it a lack of uh, understanding? Is it a legal issue, complexity, a mix? What is your, your, your feedback? I'm really curious to, to, to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And, and great question. So it's definitely a mix. There's a, a couple of sort of headwinds and it's, it's great to hear from Hans that we are at a crossroads because I'm, I'm hopeful that with more mainstream adoption and with 
better use cases that people can readily think of and say, ah, that's an amazing use case for a DAO. So actually, I bet Cedric probably has some examples maybe from his work in, in development and production and making innovation cycles go faster when you can kind of vote together and see what everyone's voting on and, and how governance is working, but a combination of things. So it, there's still some challenges with just the reputation in general of like, uh, isn't blockchain and anything sort of on-chain for decentralized finance and speculation? So like what, you know, so there's that aspect that you already have to sort of get folks on board with. And when you're dealing with a customer group that where it's very sensitive, obviously you're, you're, you're trying to do good in the world and you trust is paramount. So you, you, you kind of have that headwind first and foremost. And then secondarily, legally, there are challenges that we, you know, I think are probably all well aware of where you have to be careful where it's incorporated and to, to Hans's comments, do you, are you actually set up to be a, a proper business? Do you have the fundamentals in place before you just sort of spin up a DAO and launch it? Like those are really critical things to think through. And here in the United States, it's not the most regulatory friendly environment. And so that's, I mean, that's real where if you have something that's set up, <laughs> you know, the SEC decides like, mm, we see what you're doing here and we don't like it. Like you're done. You're gone tomorrow. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a real, like, a real, real challenge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah and, and then the third thing i would just bring up quickly is, is just ux and like e ease of use so because ideally what you want is to have this amazing infrastructure just running in the background where it, it just works and it does what it's supposed to do but it's also been difficult to find like the right protocols where it would be very easy and a very clear story to say here's kind of the end end solution so i'm still hopeful that we're going to get there but for now it's like okay great we have longer term aspirations of spinning up a dao or daos but in the meanwhile, there is amazing tooling and tech that's that's web two, but we can do it, prove out the use case, and then be very actually my, my CTO from my last company challenged me, like go line by line and understand like which pieces warrant, you know, either being part of a DAO or being on chain and which don't. And have a very high standard because it's also expensive. You know, it's it's not the most user friendly. So so there are challenges. Um, but uh yeah, I think there's just, you know, kind of a, a mix of, of of factors. Thanks for uh, sharing uh, your uh your experience. Uh, two things. We have uh, a Web3 Stronger Together uh, partners somewhere here. Uh, I, um, uh, I will share with you some information and uh, I um, uh, engage uh, you to to uh, discuss with them because they, they develop a protocol a dedicated uh, support NGO and so and solving uh, some. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I think there is a few combination. Cedric, uh, Cedric, uh, you are um, in, in your project, DAOs will have a, a, a important uh, role uh, and you aim to engage your users and community through the DAO uh, for uh, good, contributing to, to fight against the climate change. And not only could you explain what you, you have imagined and which uh, challenge you, you, you think you will have to handle? Um, in, in fact, I think that Firstly, we will have the same challenge and uh, definitely uh, have the same uh, view on the on the state of now where, where we are and uh, on the mass audience, mass audience uh, adoption because we're talking about that. So uh, for the moment, we will more be focused on Web3 community to make it grow, find new ways and test the, the process. We have the idea is really to make a metaverse that we build game, so we are game centric. But as soon as we buy the NFT to enter into the day, we will have the choice between four projects. 
For a project that will be, it can be a reforestation project and do a shark scrutiny to preserve a, a shark in the ocean. It can be many projects. We are building partnership with many projects everywhere. And the idea is to, as soon as you make one step, you are you choose your project and you are part of a PL with the project holder. And so we, we make her cuts of evangelization application with the holder on the order to make them understand that they will have to change their mindset. They will have to uh, be uh, focused on their community. It will not be a check that will come to manage that project. It will be something that will make some very short learn. It will power to be Synchroning them to the project, to the roadmap of the project, to create mainly milestone to address their community, engage them more and more, more and to create a real link. So we will take all this time, these two years, which we make the first mass solution or the first shift to create this. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity. It will be long between tools i think that we need to develop tools to be more or uh, easy to have a, a less friction because honestly if i have to ask my mom to create his wallet and uh, i'll have to wait explain her what is a smart contract or yeah. she she just i think that she may heard for the first time the word decentralization in the a few, few months ago so we have time and we need to uh, but make her with your known process, but we need to keep to do it. And I'm sure that we will to do it because it's it's so and mind-blowing when you understand that uh, the richness of all of this, that I think it's, uh, I really don't have a doubt on that. We just need time and hard work. Hello, Ganesh. Uh, thank you, uh, Cédric. It's really interesting. I have a few questions uh, following uh, take. Uh, hello, Ganesh. Nice nice to have you on board. Uh, I will quickly ask you to introduce yourself. What are you doing and why are you involved in Web3? And we will uh, come back to, to our uh, discussion. Okay. Uh, first of all, I uh, apologize for the delay. No worries. Yeah, that's just on uh, on my side. Uh, what really happy to be here. Um, so maybe uh, I'll give you an introduction of what I'm trying to do as well. Uh, I'm the founder of Fireborn and what we do is essentially, um, we're kind of really building a very strong infrastructure for DAO operations. So if you could imagine maybe Notion, Trello, we are kind of building that for Web3 communities and DAOs. So we kind of, I've been in the Web3 space for the last two years and uh, primarily I was engaged with community management for the last one year. And I saw the main issue is that when it comes to community management or DAO management, it's all being done on Discord and Telegram, which are mainly like community channels. So um, we decided to just take a heavier take on providing the infrastructure so that we could continue or empower mission-driven communities out there to do what they do best at. It's a good point. Welcome. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you've joined us uh, to, to contribute. Because after this first uh, round, what I, I keep in mind, there is no DAOs and we can't solve any, uh, we can't contribute for social good without a community. And uh, it's a challenge to, to engage uh, in the long run uh, the community. You also face some uh, legal uh, aspects, regulation uh, aspect, and it's it's a reality. So there is to approach saying I try to be compliant or 
I do it and uh, let's see. And uh, also the tools and the simple tools. Uh, we also have discussed uh, during a previous panel about mixing Web 2 and, and Web 3. How long do you think and what we should do to better involve people and explaining to, to each uh, crypto people involved in crypto blockchain that Contributing to a DAO, whatever is the DAO, and, and even more if it's a for social good, it's also contributing to the whole ecosystem, not just, and it's not necessarily trying to get a quick uh, profit value, but it's contributing to the growth and the sustainability and the, let's say, the perception of uh, regulators and outside non-crypto people to restore, let's say, the reputation that we can have uh, with a uh, All uh, hack and uh, scam we, we, we have seen the uh, uh, last, uh, last few months, scandal. Okay, very interesting question. I think that we're wrong. Uh, let, let me quickly go back a little bit in, in history of, of where blockchain came from. <laughs> If we just look at how, how blockchain originated, it was, it was purely about the code. Code is law. The algorithm is sacred. The cryptographically protection is sacred. And it also meant that we could have an ecosystem that is completely trustless. I don't need to know you. I don't need to like you. I don't need to trust you. But I can still transact with you because it's protected via an algorithm, uh, cryptographically protected, and the code is, is ruling it. So I don't need to know you. I don't need to see you. It is a trustless ecosystem. What we now do with DAOs is actually bringing in a way the human component the human factor back into the blockchain. And I think that's why DAOs are actually so relevant and are becoming so relevant because a lot of people, me included, have missed that, that human interaction. After all, humans are socially active or socially interactive creatures and purely relying on code and purely relying on algorithms is fine for certain transactions or engaging to smart contracts. But if you actually want to develop a blockchain and actually want to create something together, together with your community, you need to have a level of interaction. And that is where the DAOs come in. And that is where the DAOs are becoming more of an instrument and more of a tool today. So that's, that's, that's always a little bit of context. Huh? You see in the beginning, but yeah, yeah, yeah. completely no human involvement. And now we actually see, luckily, human involvement back into the blockchain, and that's via the DAOs. And, you know, even if you say Web3 is a, a trustless and permissionless uh, ecosystem, yes, it is, but it's also a trustless and permissionless ecosystem because we interact and engage with each other and we trust the community to be involved in the process. Uh, so that's why, for me, DAOs are becoming so relevant in Web3, and that's why, for me, Uh, the DAOs are becoming an in important factor in the creation and the further development and engagement with the community. Because after all, you know, we can all say that we, we love Web3 or we can all say that we are a favor of DAOs, but we are all N is one. And together we are a community, together we are that voice, and together we are that vehicle that can actually make decisions, make steering, make, make an effort, and work towards a collective goal. We can only do that as a community. And for me, the DAO is a perfect vehicle where we as a community uh, can come together. Yes, we have disagreements. Yes, we have different opinions. Yes, we have different priorities. 
But at the end of the day, in the DAO, by default, we as a community have a consensus in how to go forward. So for me, the com- the community part of the DAO is, is the most crucial part of the DAO. Yeah. Th- th- thank you. Yeah, and really, uh, I share your, 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 your vision. Uh, let's say I, I also see that uh, you agree with uh, Hans. Absolutely. Hans, do you teach a class? I see that you're working on it. Yeah, your- yeah, it's, it's, it's highly, uh, highly inspiring. Thank you, Hans. Uh, yes, I think, I mean, your comments are just, first of all, they're super um, inspirational. And it's it, it gives me confidence to hear that there are other folks that are saying, listen, it's not just about N equals one. And yes, the human component matters so much because at the end of the day, we all know technology is just a tool. Correct. It's built by humans. So in general, it's very important to know kind of who's sort of calling the shots and who's making the decisions. And having something like a DAO enables that human component, which is just so important. So hopefully (laughs) with more and more use cases that people can really grasp easily and understand straight away what's the value proposition oh my gosh, I can see the history of voting and like how how decisions have been made by this body. And by the way, especially for social good, I mean, let's hope, you know, with like the UN SDGs and different different sort of reporting requirements that are coming down, the folks are going to want to say, yes, I am part of this DAO. This is the involvement that I have in it. And with things like token gating, we can know like, okay, this is the equivalent of the board. <laughs> and that's who's actually doing sort of the highest level governance. This is the level that's the community. And we can see the interaction over time and really understand how organizations have been shaped because right now it's got to go back read through meeting minutes I mean, it's all very sort of you know old school archaic or go back you know read the the publicly uh published financial statements and you know mdna and that's that's fine but man the cycles of innovation and the ability to get really good feedback from trusted individuals like the DAO was the perfect mechanism to enable that. So super, super inspired by, by your yeah, comments. Huh? It's really uh, valuable. Ganesh, what is your point of view? And you, you told us that you are building the tools for uh, how do you aim to bet- contribute to better engage its, each uh, participant? But because it's it's the main uh, it, it, the main point, how we keep this commitment and uh, how uh, we create uh, synergies and emulation and for sure uh, when it's decentralized we need something that creates the link and, and any tool is is uh, is welcome so what is your point of view and what's trying yeah. how do you try to solve this yep for sure uh yeah I, I keep thinking about these kind of problems every day right uh before before i share a bit more about the tools that we're trying to build i'd like to go back how things were done uh, prior to how DAOs existed, right? Um, you have forums like uh, Reddit, uh, where people go in and they share the same mission, they share the same idea, and they engage on a particular thread or channel. Uh, the tough part is, let's say you want to run a charity drive, you're not going to trust someone on Reddit to like park some money, like whoever the person is, depending the reputation points they have, you still can't hold that person accountable. So now with just the blockchain technology and how the DAOs are formed, essentially with some smart contracts and governance protocols, you can enable the community to take ownership over causes they care about and hold leaders and organizations accountable because of the smart contracts, for example. So you can even have like the treasury management if everyone's contributing some form of money. It's very clearly defined over on a dashboard to show this is where the funds are going and this is how it can be used. Uh, I think Lacey highlighted a very key point and that's what we're thinking about. Like when you want to start building a mission, 
an initiative. You want people who are most passionate about that mission. Um, initially, at the most nascent stages, you want you just want people to start contributing. But as we grow further on this, what we can do is what I would like to say: reputation management. So, if you have someone um, with an anonymous profile who has contributed to maybe ten social impact DAOs, this person ideally will be a perfect fit to contribute to your DAO, and we can continue building on their reputation from there. And this way, they are able to gain a certain form of recognition in the space as well while they are contributing to the system. They are also part of, uh, they could be part of like a discussion forum for the governance proposal. So if you are putting out an initiative, it's not solely by you. It's a community driven mission. Everyone votes on it. And the one with the most votes um, for the people involved in the community could take action on it. So I guess the approach around DAOs is kind of beautiful because it's no more a very singular approach of one person managing it up down, but it's, it's everyone collectively having an equal part and being rewarded in the equal way of uh, contributing to a particular project. Um, and for us, the tools that we're trying to build, uh, essentially, is more around the profile creation, um, being able to discuss this on forums, uh, being able to do treasury management. So if you own a DAO, then you want this to be the go-to hub for you to collectively manage decision-making, payment, task management, project management on it. Uh, that's what we're trying to do uh, in the long run. Th thank you. It's uh, 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 Cedric. Listening uh, what uh, Hans and uh, Ganesh and Lasse just shared, uh, um, you are building uh, your 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 project. How inspired are you? Uh, what we do you keep in mind? What we will you implement? Uh, do you see some uh, some solution to some fault you have? You know, I I, I totally agree with is uh, with Hans. I think that. Uh, Code is low, but uh, community is key, and uh, both are a responsibility for us, for, for the creators, for the uh, the project owner who want to build this field. Uh, we need to be more transparent. It will force us to be really open to the community, co-create with the community. That's really the, the aim. You, you, if you want to go uh, in Web3, if you want to drive a project like this, you have to be clear in your mind on that. It will be a decentralization project. At the end, maybe you will have to give the governance to your community. Uh, it will maybe not be a company that you exit or something like this. And, and, and the DAO that you will build will be something that maybe will not in your own creation that I have admitted in some people this DAO will totally forgot that you will be at the start of project. <laughs> but maybe, uh, and, and it will be great if you arrive to this, that people totally forget the, the origin of your DAO. It will be a success and, and your, your, your journey. So it's, it's really a new mindset. It's really something that we are inventing every day. Every people who wants to create the things is we maybe choose the prism, a different prism. And, uh, and that's great. So I think it's really great. I think that we need people like Anesh to create tools for us because it will be key to engage, to, to make a decision making. Uh, we have a meet with, uh, with Laurent, great guy that, that is uh, on anonymous uh, who, who makes Swarm IA to help to decision making. Uh, Laurent, you have a little talk about Instagram who help people to create DAO in five minutes. You just means, you know, you just choose your module and you can launch a DAO really easily. 
And that's really uh, things we we need. Maybe uh, what what could be good is to to have a like a hub for the arrows with all ID, all implementation, maybe to open minded of what happened on the day of sheet. And uh, we we really need to work and to stay open and to to co-create with the community to launch soon to have community that we come and consider that together we will be more intelligent and that's really the key need to, to move forward together with them with the people with us and that's uh, i think it's a it's a it's a great uh, great challenge but uh, so exciting and so inspiring Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, uh, Cédric. Uh, hearing you guys, I'm uh, even more uh, confident with uh, Web3 Stronger Together. I have in mind to implement DAO and I, I have the same question and I have a, a lot of new ideas and guys, I will come back to you uh, to interact and to, to, to try because first I think that it's a great uh, DAO, it's a great way to experiment first uh, because I used to say, you can't say we are DAO down it's a permanent evolution because we constantly change individually and collectively and uh, i am here the, the the keyword few times together it's really a way to again create a, a strong and sustainable long-term link between humans i keep in mind that uh, we could be linked together in one DAO, but also in another one and it's it's something that brings new new ideas as you know kind of uh, across uh, a DAO approach like we we see now between layer one there is uh, still a lot to to build we see builders starting also to bring solution on to 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 the time is running fast uh, next time we will have uh, more time uh, to, to to summarize in a few words how do you see the futures of DAOs for change for good If, uh, if if I would ask the question, and I'll be really short so I can listen to the others uh, as well, because uh, I, I prefer to listen to others than talk. I see the DAO as a great tool for participatory involvement. I see a great tool for being accountable. And I see it as a great tool for incentivizing positive behavior. And it's an absolute perfect answer to the crucial phenomenon, the crucial problem in our society, and that's trust better said the lack of trust and i see doubts going for a great future thank you Ganesh. yeah i guess i believe doubts are still like a bit more in the infancy but they really have achieved so much and there is still a lot of limitless potential for them for for them to be a true force for social good the in inherent nature of doubts are open decentralized community-based organizations they they kind of led perfectly to the social impact sector where greater emphasis is being placed on the importance of grassroots and community level decision making, as opposed to like, you know, the normal hier uh, hierarchical, uh, hierarchical uh, structures of charities and non-profits. I mean, I believe that DAOs will still be a very vital part for social impact. Um, and we're going to see a lot more DAOs coming in the coming few years, for sure. Thank you. Uh, Cédric, your last word, inspired, you will implement few things. Uh, definitely, yeah. Uh, two years before, two years ago, uh, I didn't uh, really understand what was a smart contract. And now when I understand now clearly what is the potential of this, I'm really, I, I really have caught out on the, on the fact that it will help and be a game changer definitely to be trust and to change the charity, to change all the impact industry. 
and uh, it's it's really the, the solution that that we needed for for us. Uh, I speak as a customer. I stopped to, to give to Bebel's organization because you hear so many things. I don't have trust, and you always don't understand well, where goes your money. Will it have a real effect? And 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 I think that through decentralization, through the AO, we really have a solution. So we need to fight to impose and to educate, to evangelize on, on this idea and step by step to reach uh, a mass audience. And I think it's totally reachable. It's a, an, an exciting uh, challenge. Thank you, Cédric. The, the last last word. Oh, sure. Well, like Cédric said, we have to walk before we run. But man, DAOs are going to unleash, I think, an explosion of innovation once people understand, oh, this is how they work and how they can be used, especially in charitable social good causes. People can decide and say what they need, where they are, and, and create a structure around that. And then with smart contracts and the visibility, I mean, it's just going to be amazing. So I'm super excited to see what you guys are all building, and I will be in touch. But um, I am feeling very optimistic after this conversation. Thank you so much, Lauren, for hosting. Th thank thanks to you all. It was a pleasure. It's really inspiring. Let's uh, keep building together. We have uh, so much to do and uh, a lot of experience to implement. Thanks a lot for your valuable uh, contribution. It, it was a pleasure. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks again to our guests and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks also to the Barium Music team for providing their music. You can check them out on bariammusic.com. All of the supporting information is on our website, blockchainrecorded.com. You can listen to us on Google, Apple, and Amazon podcasts, as well as on YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can follow us on Twitter and YouTube, where we are super grateful for your support. Stay tuned for our next episode.